Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette, with your host Steve Garrett, MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest, president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri, and radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. Brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit Wheelcraft.com to learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit Wheelcraft.com today or call 833-840-5334. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. You can listen to Corvette Today on all podcast platforms. You can also listen on your smart device. Just say Alexa or Hey Google, play the podcast called Corvette Today, and you're connected. Also, visit the Corvette Today website. It's CorvetteTodayPodcast.com. And while you're there, make sure you visit the Corvette Today merchandise store. You can also sign up for Corvette Today emails, notifications, and updates at CorvetteToday.ck.page. And don't forget, join the Corvette Today Facebook group. We have over 3,600 members, and I'd love to have you as a member as well. And don't forget about the YouTube channel now for Corvette Today. See all your favorite Corvette Today podcasts now on YouTube. First, I'd like to thank our flagship sponsors of Corvette Today, Aerolari Wheels, a true forged wheel with over 20 unique design styles to choose from for your C8 and wide-body versions of the C7, C6, and C5 Corvette. It's an absurd value starting at only $19.88 for a set of four fully forged wheels. And now use the new promo code CT111, that's CT111, and get $100 off your purchase. Visit aerolari.com, that's A-E-R-O-L-A-R-R-I.com, with the new promo code CT111 for your $100 discount. Also, midenginecorvetteforum.com, the forum that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette. Meet a lot of fellow Corvette enthusiasts like yourself at midenginecorvetteforum.com. Also, a shout-out to canadiancorvetteforum.com, welcoming Corvette owners from around the world. It's time to get the latest Corvette news and headlines with my buddy Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. As you know, Keith is here twice per month. Every other week, we keep you up to date on what's happening with America's sports car. Keith, it's great to have you back on the show. How are you doing? Man, we're doing great today. Summer's here, great weather, all kinds of stuff going on. Of course, racing, Le Mans, we had Indy 500. We've got so much production news to talk about. I understand that you actually saw the Corvette Z06 at your local Hendrick dealership. That's right. I was at Hendrick Chevrolet here in Kansas City on Sunday, June 5th, being the president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri. Our club helped herd people and park cars and everything, but we got to see the Torch Red Z06 with the Z07 package. It was only carbon flash, but it did have the carbon two interior, which is really cool. And it had competition seats, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. What do you hear from people that see it the first time? Are they just wowed? Yes, absolutely. And they started the car about every 45 minutes or so. Oh, nice. There was a big round of applause every single time they started <laughs> the car. It was funny. That's great. The dealer tour is going on right now. I know they're out in California, I believe. We're trying to keep the list updated. It's unfortunate that Chevy didn't do a master list, but we are trying to gather some dates, so hopefully we'll have an update on that. That sounds good. Well, buddy, let's get into it. Let's talk about Corvette production at the Bowling Green Assembly Plant. Yeah, sure thing, Steve. As you know, 
2023 Corvette Stingrays, we started on May 19th. About approximately 2,400 have been built so far. We haven't even completed a full two months of production yet. We've had some busy days, and we know on June 2nd, they posted 193 cars produced. And even last week, we had two days of 188 cars produced. Wow. So things are looking pretty good right now. Of course, we're still under threat of anything could happen with supply chain, and you're only as strong as your weakest vendor. That's always been the key phrase, and there's 400 parts vendors for the Stingray. So there's some concerns, obviously, but things look pretty good right now. Some of the other things happening is dealers received allocations last Thursday, but there's no constraint information yet for this next order cycle, which starts this Thursday. There's obviously some concerns. We've seen constraints continuing with magnetic ride control and the 70th anniversary wheels. Hopefully the wheels thing will be lifted and people can start placing the orders for their 70th anniversary Stingrays. But again, big concern with magnetic ride constraints. And obviously some of the bigger dealers have to wait till this week to find out what the constraints are. And then they have basically four days to line up all their customers into the available allocation slots. So a lot of work for dealers ahead. But like I said, production's moving well. We'll know more on this Thursday what the order cycle is looking like. It's pretty incredible that we're having constraints on magnetic ride and stuff. So I hope they get all that straightened out. Exactly. Also, Keith, GM filed a federal trademark for the Corvette Grand Sport. Now, originally, this kind of threw me for a loop because we didn't think the Grand Sport was going to be part of the C8 lineup. Yeah, this was initially, and it did definitely catch us by surprise. We call it a re-trademark because they did have a trademark for the Corvette Grand Sport previously. Obviously, they built C6s and C7s, a lot of them, under the Grand Sport name. It's not a surprise. The kind of thoughts are they could be protecting the existing name that was used on the C7 and the C6, but maybe General Motors is eyeing a return of the Grand Sport to the lineup in what we've been calling the E-Ray. I know we'll be talking a little bit more about that a little bit later. We did a poll on that. What would you rather see? That car, if it's a hybrid electric C8 that we've been hearing about, we've been calling it the E-Ray, and we thought, well, let's do a poll. And two to one, people want to see it called the E-Ray over the Grand Sport. Wow. Pretty interesting there. I think it's just because of the electrification, and those that seem to be passionate about that model are really stepping up and saying, yeah, Grand Sport's a historic name, but it shouldn't be the name of the first hybrid electric car. We're going to see what happens there. But it is definitely interesting. We'll have to just follow out and follow that where it goes. That's really interesting. I'm surprised that everybody liked the E-Ray much more than the Grand Sport. But you know what? It's a different era, buddy. And it is. Also, Chevrolet launched a much-improved build-and-price configurator for the 2023 Stingray. It's very robust and lots of fun, isn't it? It is. And I probably wasted a good two to three hours <laughs> at least on there. I know writing the article and, and just trying to find out because the things are hidden right now. It is a new and improved interface. You've got larger photos, especially I like it when you're selecting the interior. The previous build and price configurator had these little icons that tried to show you what the leather material was or the colors were in the interior. But now they're bigger photos. And as you're selecting options, you're going to see bigger photos represent the selections that you chose. We tell people that you really want to take your time and go through it. There's actually stuff that's hidden in tabs. And if you are kind of going speedily through it, you might gloss over that. For the first time I went through it, I could not find the magnetic ride in the front lift anywhere. It's actually on the options tab at the end, and you have to scroll down and you'll see that there's more tabs that you actually have to click open to then see those other options there. But it is new and improved. The photos are really big. I mean, I've got a large monitor here and we can fill the screen with that build. That's exciting. As you're building your car, you definitely want to see it. You're going to see it real big here. And the summary actually is nice as well. Unfortunately, this is just Stingray only. We don't have Z06 yet. Going back to our earlier talk about when we're going to see ordering next week for the Stingrays, we still don't have pricing for Z06 yet. 
We know that dealers are definitely wanting to know what their allocations are. Customers want to know what the pricing is. We want to see the order guide. And then a build and price configurator would be just what Z06 people are looking for. The Stingray build and price configurator is up. It's awesome. And now we just need the Z06 to follow it along. And so we can build our cars there. I can't wait for the Z06. Also, Keith, it was nice to see that the National Corvette Museum is starting their Stingray deliveries for 2023 as well. Yeah, they kicked off, I think it was on Monday or Tuesday, they had VIN 009. Wow. It was one of the very first cars off the line. Dealers are getting deliveries. I've seen 2023s already being delivered through Mike Furman at Criswell, as well as some of the other larger dealerships are getting in their shipments. So it's well underway. And now, again, the big thing that a lot of people are waiting for is the 70th anniversary to start. Just need those wheels. I know. I can't wait for that 70th anniversary. That'll be so much fun. And also, I was really surprised to see this, Keith. GM confirmed that they had a cyber attack and then exposed some customers' accounts. That wasn't good. Yeah, this is never good. A lot of times you hear about it after the fact, obviously, and this occurred between somewhere around April 11th to April 29th. They saw some suspicious logins to certain GM accounts. And what these people were doing is, I guess they were unauthorizing redemptions of customer reward points for gift cards. So when GM saw that, they put a stop on it. Anybody that had points that were redeemed, they put them back. They do say that no key personal information like social securities, driver's license, credit cards, or bank information was compromised. So that's good. Yeah. However, they do believe that some information, the names, your email addresses, phone numbers, stuff like that, even your OnStar package level, those could have been leaked out. They've reported it to law enforcement and they're watching to make sure that they're not getting more information out of those accounts. Well, you might want to check your account if you've got a Chevrolet.com account, make sure everything is copacetic there for sure. Yeah. They said that those that were affected will see a password reset. Maybe they've just done that across the board as well. So expect a password reset if you're visiting the Chevrolet there. I'll have to check my account as well, Keith. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy, let's take our first break. When we come back, we're going to flip things around. We're going to do the lighter side of Corvette coming up next on Corvette Today. We all know that wheels make the car. Wheelcraft will help you take your Corvette to new levels. Wheelcraft offers the world's best PVD chrome finish available on the market. Available in bright chrome and black chrome. Wheelcraft nails it in both appearance and durability. And it comes with a five-year warranty against brake dust burns, pitting, peeling, and color delimination. Wheelcraft is also ISO certified. Whether you're having your wheels refinished or an exchange transaction, there is no core fee, no deposit, and you don't pay for the finished wheels until they are installed on your car. Wheelcraft in Insists on complete satisfaction before you pay. Hear from one of our customers. I picked up a brochure at the National Corvette Museum and went to delivery of our new C8. I called Wheelcraft, and in 15 minutes, I ordered the new bright ice chrome wheels. Wheelcraft's follow-up and follow-through is superb. The wheels arrived on Sunday, installed on Monday, and cores were returned same day. The wheels are the highest quality I've ever seen, and they look awesome. Great prices, great customer service from initial contact to installation. Thanks, Dennis from Nashville. In many cases, Wheelcraft offers finished wheels on exchange or will apply this new finish to your wheels. Either way, Wheelcraft treats your wheels as their own. Visit our website at wheelcraft.com or call us at 833-840-5334. Arrive in style with Wheelcraft. The Radiator Grill Store offers protection for your C8's front radiators and side intakes. They also carry front strut tower covers to prevent rusting and pooling water, all with do-it-yourself installation. Get 10% off your total purchase with promo code CT10. See the full line of products at radiatorgrillstore.com. 
Hey, honey, are you awake? Mm, I am now. I can't sleep. Since turning 50, I keep dreaming of a red door and a blue door, somehow knowing there are only choices for retirement. Okay. Through the red door, we outlive our money. We have to rely on our kids. We're stuck on a fixed income. It's terrifying. Yeah, that would suck. But through the blue door, our money outlives us. We retire on our terms. Our kids stay our kids, not our caretakers. We make work optional. Yes, that's much better. That's what I want too. But what do we do? We call True Wealth and Company at 913-653-8783. They specialize in helping successful people make work optional. They're our fiduciary Blue Door personal wealth managers. Hey, where are you going? It's 3 a.m. I can't sleep. I'm going to check out True Wealth and Company online at retirewithtrue.com. That Blue Door is going to be our retirement. 913-653-8783. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. American Hydrocarbon is your one-stop shop for custom interior, exterior, and engine bay items for your C4 through C8 Corvette. We can help you create a custom look for your Corvette with carbon fiber or 10 different color patterns and styles. Whether it's a custom-made engine cover for your new C8 mid-engine Corvette or custom-made C4 interior upgrades, American Hydrocarbon can help you transform your Corvette into a best-in-class show car. And now we're proud to announce that we can produce and distribute officially licensed GM products for the C8 Corvette. That includes the front splitter, side skirts, engine appearance panels, and engine fluid caps. Plus, we now also carry the C8 Speedline side skirts along with the engine appearance package and high wing. Our products have been featured in VET and Corvette magazines. Give us a call, 813-476-5638. Visit our updated website at AmericanHydrocarbon.com or email us at pat at AmericanHydrocarbon.com. Let us help you make your Corvette the car you've always wanted it to be. American Hydrocarbon. You're listening to the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening and watching Corvette Today, brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com to learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call 833-840-5334. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me every other week is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. We keep you current and up-to-date on what's happening with America's sports car. In this second section, we're going to talk about the lighter side of Corvette. Keith, the 2022 Corvette was named IntelliChoice's best premium performance car of the year. Another trophy on the shelf for Corvette. Another trophy on the shelf, another feather in the cap, another thing to ascertain to want this car. You know, what they did was, this is a study that looks at five-year ownership costs, and they studied 2,500 vehicles. They look at areas like depreciation, maintenance, insurance, financing, repair costs. That's how they come up with their rankings. So, yes, the Corvette Convertible was named the best premium performance car of the year. And then the only other General Motors vehicle to make the list was the Cadillac Escalade, which won the Luxury Utility Award. Wow. This is a big deal. IntelliChoice, I think, is owned by Motor Trend or one of those organizations. So it's a big deal. A lot of study goes behind it. It just shows that Corvette is a car that you can daily drive. It does what it's supposed to do. It's not any more expensive to operate than other cars. It's definitely a best buy, in our opinion. Absolutely. I second that motion, that's for sure. Also, we got the top 10 Corvette dealers announced as well. That was an interesting list. It always is. It is. It was unexpected. It just kind of fell into our lap one night. But what it did was it looks at the calendar year-to-date sales 
sales of the top 10 dealers. So from January 1st to May 31st, actually, there's a little bit of a shakeup. Curve Exioka has been the world's biggest Corvette dealer for 27 years now. Right. They still got time to keep it going. But right now, McMulkin has a two car lead over Sioka. McMulkin has sold 605 cars versus Sioka 603. There's obviously a horse race going on. We'll have the whole year to see how that race goes. Our friend Mike Furman at Criswell Chevrolet, he's third with 279. And then we have Bomnin in Dadlin, which is Miami, at 260. Les Stanford, number five at 205. Stingray Chevrolet in my home market here in Plant City, Florida, they have 128. Rick Hendrick Chevrolet in Duluth, 104. And then we have another Bombin store at number eight in Miami. They're 96. Rick Conti and Coglin Chevrolet, number nine at 94. And then Van Chevrolet rounds out the top 10 at number 80. Van Chevrolet, of that list, they're the only dealership that does not sell customer order cars at MSRP. Obviously, when you look at their number of 80, people are paying the freight to buy cars from Van Chevrolet. And that's the other thing, too. Look at the spread. Number 10 has 80, but number one has 605. That's a rather large spread for 10 dealerships. So again, it just shows that most sales happen outside the top 10. Most sales happen outside of the top 100 dealers. Yeah. But these top dealers, people go to them because they sell at MSRP. There's generally no gains. You get a car eight, 10 months after you ordered it. Sometimes a little bit longer, depending on where we are. And of course, now with Z06s, things are going to get real interesting. But that's why people go to the big dealerships. Absolutely right. And speaking of dealerships, it looks like pricing for the Stingray is going up $15,000 in Australia. Yikes. <laughs> you probably freaked out somebody when you said 15000 without adding the Australia part. But yeah, that's the case. So cars down there, they're sold by General Motors specialty vehicles. They handle the importing of like the Silverados, Corvettes. Of course, our Corvettes now are coming to the country in right-hand drive configuration, which is a very big deal. But yeah, they just raised the pricing by $15,000. So now we'll see two LT coupes starting at 160000 Australian dollars. Wow. And 175000 for the convertible 2LT. GMSV says that the supply chain restrictions and economic price increases. But one of the big things that we see is the value of the Australian and U.S. dollars. It converts right now. One U.S. dollar is about $1.40 Australian. And these seem to be fluctuating a lot more because of the way the world economies are. Yeah, unfortunately, it's a markup. I know some of the dealers down there aren't happy actually blaming GMSV for seeing what people are willing to pay and deciding to take a little bit more of that. But it probably is more economics than anything else. Yeah, that's sad to see. But the economics of the world today, it's just kind of a bummer, buddy. It is. But it also shows that people are willing to pay just about anything to own America's favorite sports car. We see that, obviously, we just talked about people buying over MSRP. And then, of course, if you're in a foreign market, if you want the car, that's what you're paying. That's right. Also, we had something really cool. A man from Wichita, Kansas, close to Kansas City, which is about three hours away from KC, he donated a 63 split window to the National Corvette Museum. Yeah, this is a great story. I actually met him at the NCM Bash. His name is Manny Balali of Wichita. Going back to last year, former curator Derek Moore had an article in the NCM's magazine called Split Decision, which is focusing on Corvette design. And they're going to be putting together a, an exhibit on Corvette design. And one of the big things that is missing from the collection at the museum is a split window 1963 Corvette. Manny answered the call. He donated his silver Fuley split window just prior to the NCM bash. And there's a video of the donation. And he says he had great times with the car. He says he'll probably 
probably have a little bit of a hole in himself as he walks out and sees where it used to be parked and now just an empty space there. But he does say that this is where the car belongs at the NCM, where it'll be shared with future generations and they can learn all about it. So thank you, Manny, for your donation. You'll be able to see that car at the Corvette Museum. That's awesome. That's really cool. Also, Keith, Amelia Hartford took her twin turbo C8 and raced a helicopter. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, this was an eBay video series called Between Two Cars. eBay's throwing a ton of money at it. I mean, the video production's over the top. There's graphics. This is not a YouTuber video. This is a professionally done video with all kinds of stuff coming at you. So pretty interesting there. The idea is that she shares her car and the build and goes through the different aftermarket parts. And of course, eBay says that you can buy these parts on their platform. And they actually have a page that links to a lot of the parts that are on Amelia's car that you can buy for your own Corvette. Hmm. It's definitely neat, but the show culminated with a race between her car and a helicopter. A little bit of Hollywood editing involved, but it looks like Phoenix pulled it out there at the end. That's amazing. That was really a fun video to watch and it was really well done, like you said. So congratulations to Amelia. Also, Keith, (laughs) it looks like a C8 Corvette played submarine in South Florida. It was navigating through some flooded waters, wasn't it? Yeah, the big question is, who's the U-boat commander that was was driving this car, right? (laughs) Yep. This video was everywhere. So South Florida was hit by a tropical storm a couple weeks back and just dumped all kinds of rain within a, a short period of time and it flooded. There was actually numerous Corvettes that were spotted. Some made it through, some didn't, some were stalled in water that came way up high on the doors. But then all of a sudden there's these two videos and, and people have mashed them together that shows a black C8 actually coming through this flooded road with the water coming up over the hood and actually nearly the windshield. But it just doesn't stop. It's that mid-engine design puts the engine in the back now. On the side scoops, the air intakes for the engine are on the top of it. At the bottom of that side scoop are the braking cooling. What that car did is it looked like it was pushing through the water. It kind of created a bubble behind it that allowed the car to keep going. It'd be fun to know who was driving that car. And boy, I'd like to see the PDR video on that. Absolutely right. That was that was a crazy video. <laughs> well, buddy, let's take our last break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Corvette racing and Corvette rumors here on Corvette Today. Are you ready for a better insurance policy without the Corvette tax? With agreed value protection, the value of your collector vehicle will never change. Plus, you'll save money. Get a quick quote at ncminsurance.com. Stretch the life of your Corvette's paint with Nova Stretch, the performance protective cover. From bugs to rock chips, Nova Stretch covers protect your C5 through C8 Corvette, utilizing stretch fabric technology and an innovative fastening system for quick installation and easy removal and storage. Made in the USA for a tailored fit, the patented design and breathable mesh protects your Corvette without rubbing or chafing the paint like traditional covers. And unlike clear film or old-time car bras, Nova Stretch provides full front-end coverage including the grill, keeping radiators and heat exchangers clean and debris-free. Visit NovaStretch.com and use the code CorvetteToday15 to get 15% off your order. Protect your Corvette with NovaStretch. Mid-America Motorworks has been the industry leader and aftermarket supplier and manufacturer of Corvette replacement parts and accessories since 1974. We have what you need for all years and generations of Corvette. Whether you need a door panel or a seat cover for your C1 Corvette or the latest shirt, jacket, hat, or lifestyle accessory to complement your new C8, you can get it at MidAmerica Motorworks. So if you're restoring, repairing, replacing, or simply researching your Corvette, MidAmerica Motorworks is the place to go. 
Visit our website at mamotorworks.com and shop Corvettes by generation or specific year. Or call us Monday through Saturday, toll-free at 800-500-1500 and talk to one of our Corvette experts to help you get the right part or accessory. Pursue your passion with MidAmerica Motorworks. VetFinders.com is the Internet's original Corvette classified ads website with classified ads starting at just $25. And every ad runs until your Corvette is sold. If you're in the market for a Corvette, VetFinders.com has over 500 Corvettes for sale from all around the USA and Canada and covering all eight generations. Visit VetFinders.com, the Internet's destination for buying and selling Corvettes. That's V-E-T-T-E Finders.com. And now, back to Corvette Today with your host and my husband, Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening and watching Corvette Today, brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com and learn about their new advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most vehicles, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call them at 833-840-5334. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me every other week is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. In this third and final section, we have a new segment on Corvette today. Keith and I would like to introduce you to our new Corvette insider, Manny Katakis from Muscle Cars and Trucks. Manny is here to give us some insider information about the new C8 Corvette. Manny, welcome to Corvette Today. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to have you, Manny. This has been a fun time for Corvette enthusiasts. We've got, obviously, great sales figure and a passion behind the Stingray, but now we've got new models coming out. While everybody, of course, is waiting for Z06, there were some spy photos at the end of April that showed, again, a heavily camouflaged, wide-body Corvette. Had the wheel covers on it. Very interesting there because as you look through the poles, you could see that they are a little bit different than anything we've seen before. One of the takeaways that we took from your take on it at Muscle Cars and Trucks was that you were saying that bulletproof sources are telling you that is the ZR1. Yes, that's correct. I've been able to follow the trail of the C8 program pretty closely. Even back when Z06 was still under development, we were able to sort of figure out tires and wheel sizes. We were able to figure out center exhaust before we saw any prototypes with center exhaust. We were able to also dial in like high wing, narrow dynamics, and the things that you could expect with Z06. That's no different than ZR1. What we're hearing is that as much as that prototype looks like a Z06, all the major differences are mechanical. So it would share a wide body design with Z06 and it would share the center exhaust with Z06. It might have a little bit different aero. My early sources were telling me that active aero was something that the Corvette team was looking at. Didn't make it to Z06. Right now, the assumption is that they've delayed that feature maybe to a higher package like ZR1 or the upcoming Zora, for example. We'll see if that actually takes place. But under the hood, basically, they took the Z06's engine added a pair of superchargers and then ergo you have instead of lt6 you have lt7 and with the help of force induction we're looking at anywhere from 850 horsepower on up it's already a big big jump that's almost a 200 horsepower jump from z06 it's amazing it's just to confirm you said turbochargers right turbos yeah that engine we've heard lt7s what it's going to be called of course it had the eight speed dct on it any idea when you're thinking uh, release date 
So we're going to have to wait a little bit for it because right after Z06, which still isn't out yet, we're actually still waiting on official pricing from Chevy on that, which is supposed to drop any day now, it feels like. Right after that, you've got E-Ray that they've already confirmed that they've teased with all-wheel drive, with electrification and things like that. After the E-Ray, we can start looking at ZR1. So right now, we're almost two, maybe three years out. It ultimately depends on how well they can shake out all the kinks in the supply chain still, which you know is still giving every Corvette customer headaches. There's so much demand for even the Stingray that everyone's kind of bottlenecked. Yeah, that's for sure. I think you're definitely correct on there. I just don't see Chevrolet being able to release both an E-Ray and a ZR1 the same model year. I know talking to customers and enthusiasts that people are all over the E-Ray. They want it so bad. So obviously there's going to be some production decisions to make on what kind of percentages go to each of those models. And then 2025 comes around, you add the fourth model on top of that. So it's definitely interesting times here. But now let's go back and talk E-Ray real quick. I know one of the things that you guys covered was the fact that there was internal discussions happening over the E-Ray versus Grand Sport name. Just the poll we did last week showed, looks like E-Ray is winning that battle. Yeah, I think maybe because this hybrid all-wheel drive vehicle doesn't really capture the ethos of the Grand Sport name. It's definitely uncharted water for Corvette, you know, an all-wheel drive Corvette, an electrified hybrid Corvette. There's a lot of firsts coming for this vehicle, and I'm actually excited to hear that there's a lot of demand for it. One of the things that we were thinking of was, well, maybe E-Ray will be more of a powertrain. We know that there's a similar setup that's being discussed on the top of the line Zora, where, like you said, you take that twin turbo ZR1 and then you add the electrical motors in the front for the hybridized version of that. It definitely sounds like the engineers are keeping busy up there when they got moved over to the electrical side of the engineering yeah, the Corvette team, I'm not going to say it's like some sort of skeleton crew, but they've definitely had to bend a little bit to GM's strategy of going full EV. As we know, the Corvette team are some of the best engineers, not just at GM, but the entire auto industry. So they're definitely important, and you kind of need to pepper them across all the programs just to kind of make sure that these programs are going to be successful ones. Even as the products roll out and they carry certain titles on their name tags as we go to these media presentations and things like that, on the back end, they're working on something completely different. That's for sure. And talking about something completely different, Cadillac came out with their LMDH racer. A lot of discussion there about what's going to be powering that car. And just as we saw the C8Rs really did the engine development for the Z06, might we be seeing the LMDH doing some engine development for a higher horsepower Corvette? It only makes sense to me. What was interesting is that the displacement and the fact that it's a, also a DOHC motor, just like it is with the C8R, a 5.5 liter DOHC V8 engine combined with a hybrid powertrain racing at the top of the class for both WEC and IMSA. It really looks like they're putting a lot of eggs in this basket and they really want to go out there and win. It's a very exciting time right now for motorsports, especially for WEC when you're just seeing like all of these new OEMs come in after what felt like a couple of years of just like, where are the automakers? They sort of changed the rule set, introduced electrification and, and hybridization, and now everyone's jumping on it. And everyone's coming in with their different plays. Some of them have turbo engines. The Cadillac, for example, the GTP hypercar, forgoes that, only is keeping it a naturally aspirated V8 along with hybridization. So I don't think we're going to see on the production side something that is a naturally aspirated DOHC V8 hybrid. 
I think what we're going to see is definitely ultimately the twin turbo V8 combined with electrification for the Zora. I think that's been something that we've all understood, honestly, since 2019 when the Stingray came out. And you've got the legendary Don Sherman over at Haggerty now, kind of like me, has a very good finger on the pulse of the Corvette program and is able to bring to light some of the really deep secrets of the Corvette program, the CA program, very early. I think if you recall, he was back in 2013 or 14 was the guy that said, yeah, this whole thing's going to engine and everyone's like yeah we've heard that before blah 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 but sure enough he was right yeah that's for sure i gotta say too about that lmdh cadillac i was always pushing the corvette's a gt racer the customers want to see the gt cars the car that they can go watch on sunday and buy on monday but then i see that cadillac come out i gotta tell you i'm a little jealous yeah, we actually got to see it up close at a backgrounder event at the GM Design Dome. It looks like an F-22 that is homologated for racing. It is so pretty and so aggressive. And when you get up real close to it, you got all these little details, a lot of carbon fiber reinforced polymer, basically for like the splitter, some side skirts, the beautiful Cadillac font in the back. The lights are crazy. They've got like these very cool fiber optic lights. And then they also paid homage to the old Cadillac racing program with Le Mans written on the sides of it it's such an exciting program but ultimately odd because as far as i know we're not going to see any sort of cadillac supercar hypercar thing that is still largely going to be the responsibility of corvette to represent the pinnacle of performance at general motors that all makes me wonder why this wasn't a corvette in the first place especially when you've heard laura clauser talk about how corvette wants that overall victory at Le Mans, but she also said that about cadillac I'm sure that there was a lot of internal discussion as to whether or not to brand this vehicle as a Corvette. But I think with Cadillac trying to represent the pinnacle of GM ultimately and what it's capable of, they decided to go with that, the crest. That's really cool. Manny, thanks so much for being on Corvette today. Please come back and join us again when you've got more Corvette insider information. Anytime. Yeah, great having you, Manny. Check out his website, musclecarsandtrucks.com. All kinds of great stuff over there, not just Corvette-related. If you're a fan of General Motors and sports cars, you've got a big truck you like, they cover it all. So musclecarsandtrucks.com. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Keith, also in the rumor section, it looks like the C8Z06 Highwing could be installed either at the factory or at the dealership. What's going on with that? You know, this is just another unknown. It was a surprise because uh, somebody had grabbed a photo of a Z06 on the back of a transporter. Up until this point, we've only seen them uncovered. Like, they'll be uncovered with a group of stingrays that are covered with the white transport covers. But this is the first time that we've seen one fully covered on a transporter, which also leads us to believe this may be a capture test fit car, a CTF car with what we call a saleable VIN, not an EX VIN, experimental VIN. Any car that's built with an EX VIN is getting crushed, but these pre-production vans are actually sellable and they can be sold when they're done testing them. This high wing is pretty large. The Stingray's high wing is shipped to dealers. It won't fit in the car, so they have to actually ship it from a GM warehouse to the dealer. Hopefully it gets there just before the car arrives and then it's installed during PDI. But here's the Z06 on the top of this transporter with the wing installed. Still not sure yet. I've got a couple people saying that they don't think it's going to be installed at the factory. It's a lot easier to install the high wing now. You don't have to take off the whole rear fascia like you had to do the Stingray. There's actually mounting points above it. 
The other thing, too, on these transport covers that was on the Z06 is that you can see there's cutouts. We saw the cutout for the center quad exhaust. The exhaust ports were sticking through a little bit, but there's actually cutouts for this corner-mounted export exhaust. Who knows? Maybe they'll ship some with the high wing. Maybe those are the exports are going away, but maybe they're going to do it at the factory. So still kind of waiting to see how that's all going to shake out. Well, I want a high wing, so I'm anxious to see what they do with this. That's for sure. Also, we just had the Indy 500 over Memorial Day weekend, and a C8Z06 took a hot lap at 160 miles an hour. And that was smoking. So our friend Byron Glover Jr. of the Drive 615 YouTube channel was invited up there with five others or four other YouTubers. I know Amelia was there. Pushing Pistons was there. Byron was able to do a hot lap with GM ride handling engineer Aaron Link. They actually hit about 163, I think, on the speedway there. Actually walked through it. What makes this pace car unique? He showed how GM actually tucks in all the little strobe lights so that it's a seamless design versus putting like a big light bar on the top like they had to do previously. You see these cars right on the track and there's just a whole lot of excitement. People can't wait to get theirs. And as Manny said, hopefully those pricing and the other components for ordering will be coming out soon. Absolutely. It was really good to see that car. And I was so glad to see there was not a light bar across the top of that Z06. Yeah, you know, and Chevy actually then takes that car, they strip off the Indy 500 graphics on the side, and then that car actually just served as the pace car for the IndyCar race at Belle Isle in Detroit. So we'll still see variations of that same pace car. They did three of them. The winner gets one, and then they'll have the other two. So they are working with them, and we'll see it at future races. And finally, Keith, let's talk about how Corvette Racing fared at Le Mans. Well, you know, Steve, racing is always difficult. Despite having two really great cars, you just really can't discount Lady Luck. Boy, she was fickle, just rising up and causing all kinds of havoc, not just for us, but other competitors in the GTE Pro class. Each time one of these GTE Pro cars seemed to rise to the top, then something would seem to strike it down, and we were no different. What's really sad was that first six hours was such great racing. We started P1 and P2. Nick Tandy had won the pole. 63 was right behind him. And I think most Corvette fans watching were probably pretty excited about our chances in those first six hours or so. Both cars were dominant. We had speed. It was actually the number 63 car that seemed to rise to the top there early on. It would take the class lead within the first couple hours because the 64 car got a little stuck behind some traffic there and then a slow zone. It was then the six-hour to 12-hour mark that just really started to rise up against us. We had an unscheduled stop for front brakes on the 64 car. And then the 63 car that was just so dominant had a tire puncture. And when you have a tire puncture and you have to drive wounded all the way back back around to the garage all kinds of stuff could happen and once they got into the garage they take the car and put it inside the garage where more people can work on it and they found out they had left rear suspension damage it also i guess took out some of the ac lines under the car and they were in there for an hour then so that just really set us back for the 63 i think we were ended up being down like 22 laps by the time we eventually got out there but then you know what there's lady luck again so number 64 car we're running fourth we're about three three and a half minutes off the lead it was the number 92 Porsche that was looking all good at the time. And then they had a puncture. They had to then go all the way around the track. And that seemed to elevate the 51 Ferrari. And then the number 64 Corvette was back in contention. We were running one and two. Anything can happen in these overnight hours. You know, you go to sleep, you're thinking, oh, we're in first place. And then you wake up and you're like, what the heck happened? Why are we sixth? So around six hours or so, Corvette was trailing. We're running just behind the 51 Ferrari. We do a chicane on the Mulzane straight. And these two LMP2 cars came up 
And next thing you know, Corvette C8R is three wide with these other two LMP cars. And it was the 83 AF Corsa car that actually just struck the, the side of the car and put us into the barrier. Alexander Sims was driving at the time, and he actually would hit the barrier, spin around, and end up facing the wrong way against the barrier. And luckily, he was okay. He was able to get out of the car on his own power and stuff. They cut to the scene of the garage, and you just see the look of despair on the team. It was just awful, you know. Boy, that was tough. The 51 Ferrari then, they're leading, and then they have a puncture. It ended up being the number 91 Porsche, which had been running third and fourth for the majority of the race. They ended up being the last car standing without any serious damage or issues, and they would win the class. Ferrari 51 and the number 52 would actually come in second and third. And for us, it was a do not finish on both cars, and it was the first time since 2010, and only the second time in Corvette racing history, that we've had a do not finish DNF for the class. So, yeah, that was a tough one, Steve. The driver that knocked us out of the race, I will say this, Francois Perodo, I hope I said his name right. As soon as he was out of the car, he basically made a beeline down to the Corvette racing garage, apologized in person. There's pictures of him actually talking with Jim Campbell and Laura Clouser. That's a stand-up move. We definitely appreciate that. But that's Corvette Racing Le Mans for this year. Now it changes for 2023 Le Mans announced that does away with GTE Pro Class for the WEC. Most of the manufacturers, we talked about this, are moving to LMDH and the hypercar classes. So next year there will be a GT Amateur class for one more year. And then in 2024 comes the GTE Premiums. But we still don't really know where we're going to end up. We got a GT3 car under development. And it should be doing some track testing later this year. But how Chevy decides to compete and are driver lineups and all that kind of stuff is still pretty much unknown. That was a tough Le Mans and kind of knowing that that was the end of Le Mans as we've known it for all these years with Corvette racing was a little bit bittersweet too, I think. I don't think we've really fully taken all that in yet, Steve. The Corvettes will come back. The Corvette Racing will return stateside. They got an IMSA race June 23rd to the 26th. It's the six hours of the Glen up at Watkins Glen International. And then Tommy and Nick Tandy, their next race in the WEC, they actually had to, I love this, it's called the Temple of Speed. It's the race at Monza in Italy on July 10th, and that's a six-hour race too. So the boys are still working hard. They've got their own seasons to compete now. It was tough watching them, but yet so proud of them, so proud of Corvette Racing all these years. Just really want to thank them for everything they did and this was our year and unfortunately lady luck just kind of struck that down i didn't pay off lady luck early enough i guess didn't i keith she accepts no payments she doesn't even like it when you like and subscribe to her <laughs> just kind of pops up and does her thing and then moves on i always remember feehan talking about racing 25 percent car 25 percent drivers 50 percent luck and the best cars kept rising to the top and then they kept getting struck down by tire punctures or slow cars even the race, it was really good. You know, the last few years we've gotten caught behind safety cars. And actually, we didn't see a safety car at all until after we were out of the race. That was one of the things that actually helped the number 91 Porsche because it punched everybody back up again. We did okay. We did not okay. But at the end, very proud of Corvette racing. Absolutely right. Well, buddy, thanks for being back on Corvette today. We'll see you in two weeks. Sounds great, Steve. Everybody out there, keep waving. We've got full Le Mans coverage on the website. We've got other things coming up. It's an order week, constraints on Thursday. So stay tuned. It's going to be a busy one. 
Thanks for listening to Corvette Today, and please be sure to tell your family, friends, and other Corvette enthusiasts about the Corvette Today podcast. And thanks to our sponsors, Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com to learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call 833-840-5334. American Hydrocarbon at American Hydrocarbon com true wealth and company at retirewithtrue.com also nova stretch bras use the code corvette today 15 and get 15 percent off your total purchase at novastretch.com also aerolari wheels get 100 off your purchase with the new promo code ct111 at aerolari.com and mid america motorworks at mamotorworks.com you've been listening to corvette today with steve garrett If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at stevegarrettdj. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.